Dave, you have a weird expression on well, your face. What's when, that all about? When was the last time that you actively aggravated God? Um, Other yeah. than today. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I think I'm actively aggravating him right now because today is a holy day. Oh, okay. You know, it's Yom Kippur. Okay. I think that's how you <laughs> Dave is Jew-ish. <laughs> um, and I should be repenting <laughs> repenting for my sins right now. That, you should be. This yes. is this is the, the this is not the fun one. This is not the 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 wacky hat one. This is the the repent for your sins one, right? Okay, well listen. Uh, I think that we need to give him give you more to repent. <laughs> for, well, that's right. next year, so we'll put it on the balance sheet. Well, when I was thinking driving over here, I'm like, you know, honestly, You've got nothing to repent well, for? Well, I mean, other than... Yeah, did you hear that, God? He said nothing. <laughs> Every, he's not done anything wrong. Um, <laughs> but other than when I'm in traffic, yeah, and I tend to spew racial epitaphs uh-huh. Uh-huh. every once in a while, and uh-huh. I only... Only in traffic, only in, in your traffic, own car, in my no own one else car. hears it. Exactly. I'm even offended by some of the stuff that comes <laughs> right. out of my like, mouth. Wow, that's offensive. <laughs> well, and what I've been doing lately is... Um, well. When you're in traffic, you racially profile people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And some. Oh my God, this is a great way to start. This <laughs> some game. some ethnic groups are easier to profile than others. Okay. Right? I think we need okay. to stop you know this. Said, you know what? Okay. You're, you're just. I, I'm i going to give you a list of things that you should atone for. <laughs> okay. Right. Man is up next. But first, listen to this other fine Opie show. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, Blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So what I uh, what I do yeah. to go back to the, the no no don't go back to that. No, so I'll be driving and then I'll I'm like you know that guy looks Latvian. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. All you right. know. And, and then yeah. I'll say you Latvians. You know. Nice yeah. turn signal. Yeah, I, Gustav you know, or whatever. Listen, listen, we need to stop this right now uh, and give him a uh, minutiae. Don't get instead. me going on Estonia. Oh, my second. gosh. Please, please, please. The list is getting longer to atone for. Right, yeah. Well, it's good to see you. Yeah. You know, uh, you look great again. You're wearing your Arizona State University. Why do you have an Arizona State University? I had to give a speech there once. And they gave you a shirt? Uh, no, I bought it. Okay. I bought it. You know, I remember when the radio producer's handbook first uh-huh. came out and it was in all these different colleges. Right. I used to go around and do speeches and stuff. And I did a speech at Arizona State and I bought the shirt. What other universities did you go? You went to, uh, Ma- was it Wisconsin? Didn't you go to Yes, I, I went to all, I went to Illinois. Uh-huh. I went to, jeez, uh, I can't even think now. I went to about, I went to Iowa. So which, how many did you do before you realized you were a giant fraud? Oh, I knew before I started <laughs> okay. that I was a giant fraud. Did you watch people like take notes and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the coolest yeah. thing when I'm, when I'm teaching? You know, I see people Columbia take, College. I did in Columbia College. Oh, yeah. What is great is you see them, you know, taking notes. Yeah. And then sometimes I just make up something and see if they, <laughs> they write it down. I make up words and see if they write it down. I think every teacher and or lecturer feels that way, right? Yeah, but... You have to. Yeah. 
It's because, you know, I know. Right. Well, and if you have a class, I mean, I've had classes that are, well, six hours long with a lecture of like two and a half hours. I don't have that many words in my head. No. So you just make up stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great. Note to people taking (laughs) Dave's classes. All right. Hey, listen, uh, we have, uh, uh, I guess, our mission statement at this point. (laughs) Nice. Nice work. Um, now, is it a value statement or is it a no, mission it's, statement? No, it's a mission statement. Okay. And the mission statement is we must provide minutiae okay. for our people. And that's what you got to do. Well, I love September. Okay. Not yeah. only is it my birthday and I just love my birthday. Mm. No, right? by the way, you yeah. look a little, I don't know, more polished, a little uh, ah, mature. Um, how long was it after you turned 58 that you woke up twice in the middle of the night to pee? <laughs> Because it was like the third day. Yeah, I think that started around age 35. <laughs> Have you hit the three times yet? No. Yeah, I'm I'm a solid two. Well, what is your average? What is your PPN, your P I per think, night? I think I'm still just a once. What time? Yeah. Four-ish? Yeah, three, yeah. three four, something And like then do that. you go back to sleep afterwards? I do. See, yeah. that's the trouble with me. I can't really go back to it. It's very fitful sleep is it? after four. Yeah. I think this is really fascinating stuff we're doing right here. So I love September, yeah. and not only because of my birthday, but because of um, you know baseball pennant races, which right now you're not accustomed to this right now with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. But I also love the Ig Nobel Awards are given out. Do you know what the Ig Nobel Awards are? I do not. Well, for those of you who don't know, including you, they are satirical prizes awarded to celebrate 10 unusual or trivial achievements in, in scientific research, um, with its stated aim being to honor achievements that first make people laugh and then make them think. Kind of like our show. Oh, yeah. Right? So on Thursday, the 2021 awards were given um, out, and I wanted to ch- share with you a okay. couple of them. Yeah. All right. Pavio Blatvaski, which is probably, he's probably a shitty driver, yeah. won, a, won an <laughs> award God. for Discovery. Oh so he won an award do it discovering the obesity of a country's politicians may be a good indicator of that country's corruption oh so he did a whole study he studied the bmi of political leaders from 15 baltic states actually it is latvia yeah. uh and he found out that the thinner the politicians the less corrupt they are that's fascinating right. um I don't know if he um, had a caveat about eating KFC with a knife and fork <laughs> and how that. Yeah. I think he's talking about somebody there. Uh, another study, and this is by a bunch of people that I'm not going to read their names. Uh, they deter- they determined that it's safer to transport a rhinoceros upside down versus right side up. Really? Right. Uh, so they did this. They, they dangled the rhinosaur. <laughs> they had 12 rhinos and six of them they did. Faced out, and six of them they did face <laughs> up. Brainstorming. Yeah. Listen, this is going to sound crazy, but what if we transport uh, the rhino upside right. down? And they found out, and there was a slight advantage okay. to having them upside down. Very slight. Okay. Right. But my favorite one here is uh, the. This is a study that tried to demonstrate that sexual orgasms can be as effective as decongestant medicines at improving nasal breathing. (laughs) This is yours, isn't it? Yeah, right. This is yours. Uh, 18 heterosexual couples Uh participated in the study Uh with measurements of nasal resistance and flow taken before (laughs) sex to establish a baseline because you need a baseline, right? Right. Sure. And then right after climaxing. Uh So I don't know, was there a researcher right there right after climax that they took a test? I don't know. 
um, 30 minutes after orgasm, an hour after orgasm, and three hours after orgasm. And they found that right after orgasm, your nasal passages um, are cleared up as good as decongestant medicines. Really? Yeah. Uh, Honey, I'm a scientist. <laughs> right. uh, We're just answering the age-old question, does sex cure hay fever? Right. Uh, now, the researchers failed to, re- to, to um, confront the, the, uh, the issue is if someone with hay fever ever has sex, Right, because you oh. and I did that study in college. <laughs> right, and, and we had a hard time getting data points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The metrics were really down. But I just love the fact, the uh, hoodie. Uh, what? what uh, why don't you, you come back with me? With me, I got a bottle of wine. We could. That's a good point. Mind if I stop for some soup? Wow. Okay, and those are called the ignoble mm-hmm. awards. They come out every September and. I urge everybody Google it because it's been going on for, I think, I don't know, 15, 20 years. And they have a list of all the past award winners. And these are real research studies. Okay. Well, you know. Money well spent. I have some scientific stuff to discuss, too. And this is, you know, how we don't often cover the big stories of the day just because we're we're more of an evergreen well minutia minutia is not the big picture yeah it's the little things this is the biggest story in the news this week okay and of course i'm talking about Nicki minaj's cousin's friend swollen balls (laughs) which i think cnn actually i saw that graphic they actually had a whole new graphic for it well i bet they do Uh, actually because this has been everywhere and in fact, it was it's been brought up in a couple of press conferences of like national figures, yeah. including Boris Johnson, yeah. the prime minister of England. Yeah. Uh, let me read you from the English newspaper here. Things that might usually get brought up at a Boris Johnson coronavirus press conference, lockdowns, vaccines, masks, things that don't usually get a mention. Nicki Minaj and a pair of swollen <laughs> testicles. It all started when the rapper tweeted about the testicles. She shared some disinformation about the side effects. And I'll actually read you the the tweet here. It says, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. And now the girl called off the wedding. (laughs) Well, she's a keeper. (laughs) Now. There's so many things wrong with that. My cousin's friend's sister, right? First of all, it's just not true, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. It doesn't cause that. That's the most important part of this, I think. Does the COVID vaccine, <laughs> does it enlarge other things? I'm just curious, asking for a friend. Uh, I just think it's funny. And uh, you know the ACDC song? I got big balls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I got big balls. Don't, we we have big balls. Wouldn't you really like a college marching band to do that at halftime? <laughs> And now, the University of Illinois will play ACDC's I've Got Big Balls. Uh, we've got big balls, but Nicki Minaj's cousin's friends got the biggest <laughs> balls of all. Um, anyway, things escalated when when uh, the, she was asked or he was asked about this at the at the press conference, because now it's not just Nicki Minaj, who is just a singer. Yeah. Right. But she's got something like, like 180 right. million followers right, or something right. like that. So this is a thing that actually was brought up now. It it was brought up to um, the prime minister of yeah. England. It was brought up to Dr. Fauci yeah, okay. on CNN yeah. by Jake Tapper. Yeah. Right. So this is a real <laughs> right. thing. And then this is my favorite one. Uh, it was brought up in Trinidad 
where she said this sure. happened. And the the president of Trinidad and the minister of health, okay. they were on the uh, they were doing a press conference and they actually addressed this. And I'm going to play that for you here. This is this is just too weird to believe. Claims are being made. One of the reasons we could not respond yesterday in real time to Miss Minaj because we're laughing is that we had to check and make sure that what she was claiming was either true or false. We did, we, and unfortunately, we wasted so much time yesterday running down this false claim. It is, as far as we know, at this point in time, there has been no such reported either side effect or adverse event. And what was sad about this is that it wasted our time yesterday trying to track down because we take all these claims seriously whether it's on social media or mainstream media so that's yeah. <laughs> well so i did you ever say and this is months ago the woman who claimed that the vax made her mag uh Magnetic. Yeah. yeah. Right. And she put the key yeah. on her chest. And then it just fell down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, this, this country is so freaking stupid. I can't stand it. We're so stupid. I know. Oh, hey, I, I got to turn down my 5G and that's coursing <laughs> through my vein right now. It's interfering with it. Uh, so, you know, yeah. I, I did go a little nuts on this last week. When we're just, but I'm getting madder and madder every day. You know what does call to, uh, to, or cause what? your testicles to enlarge? What? Age, turning 58. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And also probably, you know, some sort of sexually transmitted right. disease, right. Exactly. you know, where the guy's like, I swear to God, honey, it's the vaccine. That's what did it. I swear to God. That's how it went. But anyway, you know, uh, in, in some ways you can kind of understand that they have to, you know, answer this because of the huge popularity of Nicki Minaj. Yeah, right, of course. And she's reaching all these right. people. But you know who else is big? Who? Who has maybe a top 1% podcast in the whole, whole world? That would be us. Yeah. Right. So we... And I've heard a few things about, about uh, vaccine uh, side effects, oh, too. Okay. All right. For instance, did you know that taking the vaccine can infect a person's internet search history and make it appear that they're watching <laughs> lots and lots of internet porn? <laughs> Yeah. Honey, that right. is, I swear to God, it happened to my cousin's best friend's Republican father. It really <laughs> happened. And if you don't believe me, ask Dr. Fauci or ask the prime minister of Netherlands, where I think they make most of the porn. Ask him. But I want to ask in a public forum, in a TV interview or a press conference, please, because this is a serious point about a serious subject and it must be treated as such or my freedom has been infringed. Is it? We're just asking the question. <laughs> right. The, the Tucker oh Carlson just, just asks the question. Take uh, your swollen balls uh, and get out of my face. Uh, All right. Do you have any uh, reviews you'd well, like to share? With Tyla, Tyla 433. You know yeah. what Tyla says? What does Tyla say? Not bad. I've heard worse. <laughs> I will take that any good day enough, of the week. Rick, good enough. That's our mission statement. Yeah. Good enough is good enough. <laughs> uh, but we do want people to stop uh, and, and whatever they're doing and... And leave us a review. And it could be like that. It could be that. Yeah, it, and I mean, you know. like, meh. I mean, how hard, How long does it take for you to write M-E-H? Yes. Just do that. Yeah, exactly. And, and subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe. You know what? Put a, uh, if you're a, a regular listener of this show, write a review saying 
all of the things that Dave should atone for. Okay, that would be great. Wouldn't that help? That would be fantastic. Right. And and CC God. So I don't have to waste time going to... Oh, here's something interesting. So yeah. have you ever done Ancestry or 23andMe no. or whatever? No. So what they do is they give you a percentage yeah. of, you know, and and about, I don't know, two years ago, I was like 46% or no, for like 48% Ashkenazi Jewish. I just checked a couple of weeks ago. I'm down to like 41%. Really? So I'm handier. I'm 8% handier. <laughs> I'm an 8% better athlete right now. And you have less money. That was uncool. Right. That That's was. something I'm going to atone for. And you're going to atone for And you say that in traffic. If you yes. say it in traffic, it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, if you like our show, Minutia Man, then you check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P. IH shows. I wonder, a hippo, Do you, if you transport that, if you transport a hippo upside down versus right side up, is it the same as a rhino? Hmm. That could be the next thing. There's a study for you right there. All right, it's time for another segment. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we dip into the vast Rick and Dave archives. And Dave, I'm going to go all the way back to the 90s. Oh, my God. Uh, because today. Oh, we had ambition back then. Oh, do you remember we, that? We were going to make a difference. You had some hair. Yeah, I had some hair. But just, you know what, Rick? We're only on this planet for a short time. We've got to make a difference. <laughs> that sounds just like the conversations <laughs> we used to have. Um, anyway, this week is the anniversary of the Lone Rangers debut in 1949. I went to my, uh, um, Clayton Moore went to my grammar school. That's true. Hmm? That's true. Did you ever meet him? <laughs> no. Okay. So that's no. a great story. It was but, when I was rooting, room, rooming with Houdini. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, I bring this up because in the nineties, uh, Dave and I, when I was the, the producer of the John Landecker show, I would enlist Dave to help me write bits occasionally. Free labor. Free labor. I was an unpaid. I was an unpaid helping me. And one of the bits that we wrote together, uh, because John Landecker loves the Lone Ranger. And at the time, John Landecker was losing his hair a little bit. And so we came up with a new bit called the Lone Roganger. That's clever. It is clever. And uh, we have that uh, bit for you, and I would like to play that for you right now. If I can find it, here it is. Right here we go. Honey, do you think my comb over looks better this way, or should I try it like the one Al Gore has? I don't know, dear. Let's see. Boy, I sure wish there was someone I could talk to. Fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of smoke, and a hearty centrum silvy. The lone Rogangi. With his faithful Native American companion, Pepto, the daring and resourceful masked rider leads the fight against middle age. Nowhere in the pages of history can you find a greater champion of the baby boomer plight. The lone Rogangi rides again. I'll get it. Hello, good citizen. I'm the Lone Roganger, and this is my faithful Native American friend, Pepto. What seems to be the trouble? Well, uh, you see, 
I, uh, well, you know. No need, my balding friend. I see the trouble. What you need to do is puff up your frontal tuft like this and comb over using the traditional left-over-right method. See? Remember, a puddle looked like lake to man dying of thirst. Well, that's right, Pepto. Honey, look! Come on, Pepto. We're done here. Hi-ho, Centrum Silver! Away! Oh, what's that nest, man? I've learned another lesson from the Lone Roganger and his faithful Native American friend Pepto. It's inspiring, isn't it? Um, so... So I think my one line in there is a rate. So I think you're going to have something to repent for. Yeah. I've got a whole long list. So hey, can, we do this thing called confession. Yeah. It, uh, in, in the Catholic mm-hmm. church and, um, you're supposed to go every week yeah. to confession and confess your sins. So, you know, we, we, we're a little more into it than you guys. Once a year thing, you're a little more labor intensive. Yeah. A little right. more labor intensive. Ba- basically we're a, a one day blowout sale. Right. And you guys are on. Yeah. But know. ours are optional. Well, you know, like we have to go actually and say it directly to the priest. Yeah. And, who d- and so no one's going to go, oh, you know, I murdered. Uh, right. You know, exactly. the right. four children. Right. And, uh, you know, right. my, I claimed thirty six dollars more on my taxes. Right. Is I, that the stuff that I, I lied to my mom yeah. about uh, that? She's not doesn't. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Although, you know, to be totally honest, I haven't even been to confession in probably 20 years. So, so when you went to confession, yeah. um, do you, did you have like a list? I mean, I'm just going to get these next, I'm just going to go here and get seven years out of way or were you, did you, why would you go to confession on a particular day? Was it something bad that happened maybe that week or Let something? Let me put it to you this way. I have never gone to confession voluntarily on my own okay to take care of things with okay. god okay all right it's, god and i talk all the time we're we're cool we're cool yeah. i bet you talked to god quite a bit during the bears game <laughs> last week right uh, i did say <laughs> so oh god right. oh my god you may have time. mentioned his name his, his son's name in vain a couple of times uh all right well listen we can we could we could talk, talk about, about atoning God. all sure. day long, but uh, we have so much more to do. Why don't you give me a uh, one or two word uh, one or, or a phrase about what your next story is about? Um, a McDonald's square dance. Okay, oh, that's a little. It's it's a very layered. You'll you'll know okay. what I'm talking about. And, I, and mine is a Chicago treasure. Oh, all right. Okay. And we also have a celebrity story. Oh my gosh, there's oh. so much more. Just don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. 
RadioMisfits.com. And we're back. Now, Dave, you brought me coffee. Yeah. What? And uh, it's orange. Yes. What's the story? Well, I know how much you love pumpkin spice. It, it, this isn't a pumpkin. It is. I went to Starbucks before. By the way, it's getting kind of expensive. Is it? Yeah. Every year, bring, yeah. or every week, bringing you a... I'm worth it. Okay. So, t- so you're taste it. it. Not bad. Actually, that's quite good. Really? So yeah. this whole pumpkin spice thing that we make fun of is actually... Oh, it's actually quite good. All right. All right. I'm not going to make fun of it anymore. So, Rick, is that a new shampoo? It's pumpkin spice. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got some more... Yeah, this comes out of England. I think uh, every show we do hey, in English. We hadn't done... Oh, no. Actually, I did an English story already. Uh, well, here's another <laughs> Boris one. Johnson. Yeah. Two stories out of England. McDonald's diner horrified as he finds a nipple in his bacon roll oh my and God. vows to go vegan nipple in a bacon roll wasn't that the square dance that you invented? yeah well i tell you the bacon roll in itself proves that this is an english right. story because, because right we go get your bacon roll, roll at mcdonald's right, right now um simon oh my god typecast simon who, who's named simon other than from england yeah right? simon robinson 27 got a nasty surprise after he popped into his local mcdonald's for a meaty breakfast treat earlier this week. All right, before you go any further, second sip, not so good. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, this is a little too much. Is it too spicy or too pumpkin-y? It's too I don't know, sweet. Really? Yeah. You don't like it? Ugh. Ugh. Um, so Simon, he walks back to his car, and he unwraps the roll to have a bite before his drive home. Okay. Before, I'm going to read this exactly how it's written from the Sun, I think it was, or the Guardian. Okay. Before he tucked in, Simon quickly checked to see how many slices of bacon were inside the roll, only f- to find out what he claimed or whatever. I'm sorry, only to find what he claimed to be a pig's nipple on one of the rashers. What's a rasher? A I don't know. Slab of bacon yeah, or yeah. whatever. A shocked Simon drove back home to show his mum <laughs> what he had found before taking pictures and complaining to the fast food rec- to McDonald's, you know, head office. Um, Simon from Prudhoe Gateshead. Um, actually, a, a, a gates head might be in a, what's a gates head? I don't know. I mean, lamb's head. Okay. A lamb's head might be in another okay. McDonald's. He, so he opened it up to find, and he saw that there was uh, a pig snout or a, um, pig's nipple and maybe even a pig snout in there as well. <laughs> uh, he regularly picks up his bacon roll from McDonald's as a cheeky treat. <laughs> that is cheeky. And he always opens it up to find out, to see what it is before he eats it, because he has OCD and he sees that. The, the, okay. So that's pretty gross. Yeah. Right? But yeah. I did a little research. Okay. And found out that this does not, this is not the only instance of a fast food uh, mishap, let's say. Okay. So can you, I got a quiz. I got a um, All right. gross things in a food. Here we go. Time now for a minutia man. Minutia man. Minutia quiz. All right, so I'm going to read you four things that happened at a fast food restaurant. Okay. Okay. And you tell me which one is not true. All right. Okay. Pretty much the standard miniature quiz. Yeah, yeah. Quiz. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, 1999, William Smith from Easton, Pennsylvania, found a condom in his Big Mac. When he showed it to the manager, he was given two coupons for breakfast sandwiches. With, <laughs> with nipples. <laughs> wait, wait a second. I get a Big Mac and you give me breakfast sandwiches? Come on. It should yeah. be at least two coupons for should be two big right, mechs. Right. Interestingly, there was a condom shop in the same mini mall. The, law, the lawsuit was settled out of court and uh, terms were not released. I just, a condom shop. Have you ever seen a condom shop? I have not. But, hey, I got to go to big boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
So think of that as a grain of salt. Maybe this is not the true one. I okay. Don't know. According to ABC, this is number two. According to ABC News, a woman in Virginia. Wait a minute. I got a name for the store. Heath's Sheaths. Ooh, nice. Thank you. I was I was thinking of Jimmy's. That's not bad. Um, or Johnson's and Johnson's. Oh, good. Good. Uh, according to ABC News, a woman in Virginia sued McDonald's for 100 grand in 2004 after finding a chicken head in her 20-piece chicken nuggets. Okay. She was she was the bringing the chicken head to her mouth when her eight year old son screamed at her. No, mom, don't eat it. You're about to eat a chicken head. The manager offered her two weeks of free meals, but understandably, she decided to hold out. Terms of that settlement have also been okay. kept under wraps. Right. Two thousand and five, North Carolina resident Clarence Stowers was enjoying his McDonald's fruit smoothie when he encountered a f- severed fingertip. Uh, Officials yeah. said that the remnants of the digit had recently been attached to a worker who was injured in a food processing machine accident oh, minutes oh. earlier. And finally, in December 2010, U.S. Army Staff Sergeant Clark Bartholomew injured his tongue on a needle tucked into a Burger King triple stacker that he bought at a Hawaiian restaurant. It gets worse. Bartholomew was hospitalized for six days after another needle was found in his small intestine. He sued the company for severe physical injury to his stomach, rectum, and tongue. And nearly wrecked him. Yeah. Okay, so we... near killed him. So we've got condom in the Big Mac. We've got uh, chicken head in the chicken nuggets. Okay. We have uh, severed digit in a McDonald's fruit smoothie. And we have needle in a Burger King trickle, triple sack stacker. All right. I'm going to tell you my my thinking on this. Uh-huh. All right. I, my thinking is that... <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. I remember. I think I remember the fingertip one. Okay. So I'm going to say that's true. Okay. Um, the uh, the needle one is too creative for you, so I'm going to say <laughs> that one is true also. What? Then, um, so we've got the condom or chicken head. Yeah. Um. Uh. You said condom shop. That's that's mm-hmm. very would be very odd way to go. But um, maybe I say it to throw you off. Maybe could it's be, true. Could be, okay. but I'm just talking through it okay, in my okay, head. Okay. So I'm going to go with the chicken head. You're right. How about that you're for right. reasoning? But the but you're, there's a flaw here that it wasn't chicken nuggets. It was chicken wings that they oh. found the chicken head with. So that was a little curveball oh, there. Oh, okay. There, well, but, very good. But I, I still... And the, now, those are all gross. I mean, I'm not hungry. I am not hungry after hearing the, that. Let's go back to the condom shop. Yeah. How many different types? Of, <laughs> oh, there's wh- lots. There's lots. Wh- wh- what kind of inventory do they have at this thing? That's what I want to know. There I've should never... be a study about that. Ignore. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you uh, some sad news, Dave. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, about Robert Falls, the uh, artistic director oh, we studied, of the we Goodman st- Theater. We st- oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Robert Falls, the artistic no. director of the Goodman Theater. Um, and I didn't know about this. I saw it through Neil Steinberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tweeted this. Former guest on our yeah. show. Sad to hear that Robert Falls is stepping down as the artistic director of the Goodman Theater. God knows he deserves the rest, but he'll be sorely missed by a grateful city deeply enriched by his genius. I can still see Falls productions from decades ago as if before my eyes now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's true that. Uh, Former Minutia Men celebrity interview guest Neil Steinberg is right. Robert Falls is a national treasure, but unlike Neil, who's just a fan. Yeah, right. 
We, we know firsthand, uh-huh. as Dave and I have both studied with him. Right, yeah. And this is a true story. In 1990, we performed a Robert Falls choreographed mm-hmm. dance mm-hmm. in front of 10,000 people yep. at what was then known as the World Music Theater in Tinley Park. I don't know what they call it now. I think Hollywood. Hollywood, something, something or other. We held giant globes in the air, wore Speedos, <laughs> and danced to Sly and the Family Stone's Everyday People as members of Cliff Dancers. And this is a totally true thing. Yeah, yeah. We did this. What a proud moment. I have it on videotape. Yeah. I, and and, and I've, I've thought about just erasing it yeah. or losing no. it. but. <clears throat> were we thin back then? We were thinner. We were thinner. Right. We were definitely uh, thinner. Hey, can I get a copy of that? Because I want to put that on my LinkedIn page. Because I'm very, very proud of that accomplishment. <laughs> but it wasn't until I actually wrote it out and saw the words. Speed, uh, Speedo. 10,000 people. 10,000. There were 10,000 people there. I know. Um, <laughs> a yeah, very proud right. moment for Rick and Dave. Well, and again, this is the unpaid intern part. Right. Of, of my life with you. I really have sucked you into some really <laughs> proud moments, haven't I? And I, I also, I, I do remember not even being nervous. Do you no. remember? Yeah. We, we must have gotten schnockered up before. I well, I mean, yeah. we didn't care. You know, yeah. we, were, we were young and stupid. I, you know, in 1990, we were 27. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I'm so not that, doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you do it every week now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, time for another uh, segment. I've got to get the audio for it. Here we go. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. I, before you do that, but you know, yeah. remember when we did that, and we did like three shows. We did like, or we did like five or something. We did the yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, quite a few. The Hollywood, what was the? We went up Maryville, to Milwaukee right. and did a show up there. And the. First of all, I don't think I ever got a thank you letter from Steve Dahl or Gary huh. Meyer. Yeah. But I do still have that robe. Remember, we got to keep the robes. We had the one of the parts of the dance. We wore robes. <laughs> right. We wore robes and then disrobed. Yeah. Yeah. To, exactly. to, right. to expose our speedos. <laughs> yes. That is. Still, I still have that robe. <laughs> don't have the speedo. What a proud moment. <laughs> I think it was like a leopard skin speedo, wasn't it? It was bad. It was really <laughs> bad. All right. Anyway, so um, in this celebrity segment, it's turned into a uh, email request segment, mm-hmm. basically. And I got a request last night from Steve P, which says, I know you said you don't want to turn the celeb segment into a did you meet this week's dead guy bit, <laughs> but Norm MacDonald. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that is sad. kind of a sad story, right? right? <clears throat> well, he had cancer for a decade and no one knew. And, and never said anything right. about it. And he was performing last year. Uh, I followed him on Twitter. He uh, used to do like uh, um, like play-by-play of golf mm-hmm. events while they were happening. You know, and I, he was just, I don't know. I I met him twice. One time I we had him on a show. Um, I think it was must have been Landecker's show. And, you know, I don't really remember any details about it. He did a bit. It was fine. You know, he has a very dry sense of humor. And I think uh, some of it got past John. Mm-hmm. He didn't really... John is not really a dry mm-hmm. sense of humor guy. Um, but the other time I met him is the kind of the memorable time. And that was, I was walking past the uh, OTB. They remember you, there used to be an on-track betting downtown. Yeah, downtown, sure. Yeah. 
and I was walking past it, and as I was walking past it, Norm McDonald came out. And it must have been like 1998, mm-hmm. 99 or something like that. You were wearing a Speedo. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> but I, 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 I remember I yeah. basically walked right in. I'm like, Norm McDonald, yeah. how are you? Yeah. And, he, and he said, losing my ass. You? <laughs> Because he was coming out of an on-truck yeah, yeah, bedding. Yeah. And then I was reading in his um, in his obits that he apparently lost his fortune gambling several times. Oh, really? Which I didn't know at all at that time. But I did see him coming out of a gambling place once. So Jason Benetti, the White Sox announcer yesterday, told yeah. the story. You know what? We're not the only one who's doing the dead by. I know. The, the dead yeah. guy celebrity bit. But Jason Benetti said that I don't know where he was. He was like in a in a, a um, airport bar. Mm-hmm. And norm mcdonald walks in and sits like at the table next to him and they're you know they're hey how you doing they you know exchange pleasantries and then all of a sudden norm mcdonald goes to jason benetti hey are they still caning people in singapore <laughs> <laughs> and, and jason benetti's like i i get he's like i, I don't know i don't know he's like you know because my nephew's going and i hope he doesn't get caned and that was like the entire extent of the conversation that's so, and from what i understand he was a very like he's a personable guy that talks to anybody. He was yeah. a super nice guy. When I met him, he was a super nice guy. Now, you also have to remember that uh, we sort of met him through uh, stagecraft. And that was when we were at the Hall of Fame um, induction ceremony for Landeck. Remember that Saturday Night Live thing was there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there there was the Celebrity Jeopardy stage. Right, 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 right. With the Turd Ferguson yeah, yeah, podium. Yeah, yeah. Which what he was at Burt Reynolds. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I have a picture of Bridget standing in front of that with Turd Ferguson yeah. in front of it. But anyway, I want to play one uh, Norm MacDonald joke. It's very short. And this was when he was hosting the ESPY Awards. Okay. Have you heard this joke yet? I don't think so. Um, what I love about this joke is that... Uh, let me find it here. It's right here. Um, it was completely out of left field, which is how he does, how he did all of his jokes. And and uh, he was the host of the show. And here we go. I found it. Sorry. And there's Charles Woodson. How about that? I want a season he had. He became the first defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy. Congratulations, Charles. That is something that no one can ever take away from you. Unless you kill your wife and a waiter, in which case. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, that's what he got fired for on Saturday Night Live was doing too many OJ jokes. Because the president of NBC was buddies with with, uh, OJ. And so he was getting upset, and he just could he wouldn't stop doing them. Yeah. And they were brutal and hilarious uh, at the same time. I watched. Oh, I took a and uh, there's like three or four celebrity Jeopardy um, bits that they did. Yeah, uh, and it, uh, who did the Sean Connery? Uh, that uh, was uh, who, um, the yeah. guy who did Clinton too. I forget uh, his name. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're fantastic. So yeah. everybody, go on YouTube and Google. And here's one more joke I want to bring to your attention, and I I couldn't find the the audio of it, so I'm just going to read it to you. Um, He was talking about cancer. He was doing a cancer joke, and this is what he died of, right? And uh, he said that he doesn't like that people say that that someone lost their life to cancer. 
And here's why. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure if you die, that cancer dies at the same time. That's not a loss. That's a draw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which I thought is but, actually, you know, a perfect Norm MacDonald yeah, yeah, way to right. pay tribute to Norm MacDonald. Yeah. All right. So we, we have a new guest coming up this week on the Minutia Men mm-hmm. Celebrity Interview. And there are three of them. Yeah. Three songwriters. Should we tell a little bit about... Uh, well, if you've seen the movie Dirty Dancing, and who yeah. hasn't? Who hasn't? Right? Uh, and who hasn't? Had the and, time of their lives watching And in it. the middle of the night, we're put on a Speedo <laughs> and recreate some of the dances. <laughs> who hasn't done that, right? <laughs> um, so we had... We had three of them. Frankie Previtt was on. Yeah. Uh, John D. Nicola mm-hmm. and also Stacy Widelet. Right. They wrote everything. They wrote all, all the, the songs, all the hits right. that are the hits. The three of them were all like top ten hits, and all three of them are our guests yeah. this week. So be sure to check out Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to our executive producer Tony Lasana with OpiShows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows.com. And I should also mention that. Uh, was mean to Tony this week oh. on a, a tweet, and I, I probably should. Tony, there's a couple yeah. things that you can't yeah. tell Rick. You can't use the word checklist because evidently right. that's a tr- trigger word. It's and, a trigger, and you yeah. can't ask him to wear a collared t-shirt or a collared shirt, right, for a dress code. Right. Those are two things that he just uh, he, again. Uh, those are the only hills that he dies on. Right. He has no passion for anything except uh, a, those two, two things. things. Right. Just right. so you know. All right. right. Distributed by Ed Silla. And, and if you're going to give him a sandwich, there has to be a pickle in there. <laughs> there has to be. <laughs> right. All right. So there are three, three things. Three. <laughs> Distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. He's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode no, of... No, the proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm glad this is something we can't be fired from, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Are you positive about that? Well, you got to listen. Yeah, let's see if this show is a fireable offense or if there's something in it that is. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.